0: That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show. I'm your host, Emma gunn and I thought in this episode we would talk about phones, smartphones, phones. If you listen to the podcast with Andy Puddicombe, the co-founder and voice of Headspace, you may have heard him mention the relationship we've with our phones. It's easy to say phones are evil, phones are bad, etc. But the point he made, which I found really interesting, was that it's the relationship we have with them, not the piece of hardware itself, that may be the issue. And not to sound like Carrie Bradshaw, but it got me to thinking. She doesn't talk like that, but she does get to thinking quite a bit. I'm I'm very guilty of mindlessly scrolling through my phone, just watching TV, but not watching TV, one eye on the phone, one eye on the TV, whatever, you know, listening to some reality TV show whilst also engaged in Instagram. And I can find myself being triggered by other people's perfect lives and in inverted commas on the gram and refreshing screens constantly for a hit of newness rather than picking up a book or focusing entirely on what I'm watching or otherwise doing. So since then, since that conversation with Andy, I've been really trying to be more mindful, funny that, about the relationship I have with my phone. And that doesn't mean just trying to use it less, but changing the way that I use it too. And following on from emails and DMs I've had from you, my most excellent listeners, who have had similar thoughts and feelings about phone use and maybe being too reliant on phones and how to use phones less... I thought I'd share some of the things that I've been doing, some of the research I've read that I think could maybe help someone have a more positive relationship with this particular piece of equipment. Now, the first thing, I remember reading an article, I cannot find it, if I find it I will put it in the show notes, about scrambling your apps So the first thing I would say is mix things up. It's actually so simple, but so hugely effective. Ever since I started doing it, I've noticed a real difference. Every Sunday, I have an alarm on my phone that just says scramble. And when it goes off, because I set it sort of Sunday evening, I'm usually at that point wound down rather nicely. Thank you very much. And I'm probably on the sofa watching TV doing something. And when it goes off, I just rearrange my apps. And you will be surprised how quickly we develop an instinct and a muscle memory to click an app. So when I scramble them on a Sunday night, you can guarantee that on a Monday morning, I will instinctively go to open Instagram, for example, and I'll be wondering why I'm looking at the train timetable. And it's because it's amazing how quickly your thumb, when you go to tap those apps, knows exactly where to find it without you really having to consciously think about it. So it requires a bit more thought to actually use the apps that might be draining you without you even realising what you're doing. Mix things up. I highly recommend it. Um, I don't don't personally like to have lots of screens. You know, you have your home screen, then you can scroll through and have various screens. But this brings me on to the next thing, which is change the order. Slightly different from mix things up. So put the apps that you would like to use less, whether that's social media or shopping apps, On a separate screen so you have to scroll through the entire page before you get to it so you've got your home page which has got your your apps that are the most useful perhaps the ones that you use the most that you need for work or for whatever might be useful to you and then leave a few blank screens before you get to the apps that you want to make it harder for you to get to so they're even more they're even less attractive if you also put them in one of those folders. So maybe all your shopping apps you put into a little folder so the icons are tiny. And what that does is it just dials down the captology. And I've talked about this before on the podcast. Captology is actually the science that app developers use in order to not only get you to download the app in the first place, but to use the app and to stay an active user. So Instagram is winning at that at the moment because once you open it it's amazing how much time you can drain just by scrolling 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 searching scrolling and that's a real win because you are an active user you are constantly using the app so change the order and change your home screen so that you prioritize what you want to use the most and if you do want to use social media less put it at the end of your screens if you want to do online shopping less put those apps at the back because The reality is, if you like online shopping, you're going to do it. So deleting the app isn't going to really solve the problem because you'll just keep downloading it. So just put it in a place where it's slightly harder to find. Now, meditation apps. I, I really can't talk about having a healthy relationship with your phone without talking about meditation apps, I've got to be really honest. You know I'm a big fan of Headspace. I've used it for a long time now. And there are lots of other mindfulness apps if you want to try other things and see what else is out there. But to put it simply, they can, stay, they can take your stress levels down a notch or two right then and there. And over time, the consistent use well, check out the episode with Andy. I'll put the link in the show notes if you want to be even more convinced. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns, so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices I just think if you're looking to have a healthy relationship with your phone, having something actually on it that you can turn on immediately to take your stress levels down is just genius. I'm very happy about it. The fourth thing I would say is mute, mute, mute. (laughs) Um, Unfollowing someone on social media is so passive aggressive that it's actually, well, it's just plain aggressive these days, isn't it? So dear friends. Please use the mute button if someone's content triggers you, makes you feel rubbish or elicits any kind of negative emotion. As Jules von Hepp said when he came on this podcast, your feed is something you're allowed to curate to make you feel good. So when you look at it, it should bring you joy. I don't know why, but right now I like looking at sharks. So if I go to discover my discover page, there's lots of you know, home video footage of somebody seeing a great white off the back of a boat when they're only going for a little fish but there you go. I like that at the moment. It makes me happy. I think great whites are pretty fascinating. So that's what I like seeing. There you go. The fifth thing I would suggest is notifications. Turn them off. If there's a ping or a flash, it can be so distracting. And if a phone just randomly pings or flashes at you and demands your attention then and there, then isn't it being extremely high maintenance? Like if that was a friend, you'd spend a bit less time with them, wouldn't you? But phones are just harder to Cut out, or cut off, or just not reply to i 'm constantly putting my phone on do not disturb so i 'll only see alerts from my nearest and dearest because sometimes I just really I, because i am i 'm the person i can 't have um, you know people who have their mail icon and it'll say one thousand three hundred and forty two unread emails that gives me anxiety that makes me feel like there's something i 'm missing, so I have to read everything, so the best way for me to do. The best way for me to not be triggered by my mail app is to not have my notifications on. It's so simple. And I have to be really honest with you, I've been doing that for probably a couple of years now, or coming up for a couple of years now, and no one, not one person yet, has told me I've taken too long to get back to them. Which probably tells you something. So our phones can be totally excellent. I have the world's music archives at my fingertips, thanks to Spotify, I can access an inspirational, motivational ass whooping from Oprah via Apple Podcasts. I can monitor my heart rate during runs with the activity app on my Apple Watch. I can keep track of my diet via MyFitnessPal and watch all the beauty tutorials my heart desires via YouTube. But if like me your screen time is more than four hours a day, that's a whole day every week that you're spending looking at your screen. It's a lot, right? And I don't need to tell you about the research that suggests that increased social media use leads to anxiety and triggers dopamine. All of that, you can find the research, I'll put some link in the show notes. We know that there's a lot of research that shows that spending so much time on our phones isn't good for our mental health or our physical health. So make your phone work for you and not the other way around. And that's what I keep coming back to when I think about what Andy said during that podcast about when you think about it, the phone is just a bit of hardware, it's what you do with it that makes it potentially unhealthy or potentially un- unhelpful. So those are my tips. They've really worked for me. My screen time is down by about 90 minutes a day. I've got the old excuse of, well, I have to use my phone for work. But do I? I do. But could I cut down my screen time? Yes, I can. And I did. And this is how I did it. And I'm looking for more ways to make, that, uh, to make my usage a little bit more efficient. So there you go. Very simple tips require no effort really at all, it's just a case of scrambling, moving things around, maybe downloading some apps that can make you feel calm in the moment, changing how you follow people on social media, and what you and choosing what you see, and also just managing your notifications, it makes a huge difference. But what I really want to know is have you managed to cut down your screen time? If you have, please drop me an email at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com, I'd be so interested to hear what tips and strategies you've used to have a healthier relationship with your phone and maybe to use it less if you felt that you were using it too much? Have you managed to find a way of using an app that you were using loads, much, much less? Have you have you taken a detox? Have you taken a complete break from your phone? Let me know, get in touch. I'd love to hear from you. Slide into my DMs on social media or I'm at Emma Guns. That's on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want to share your techniques and strategies with the Facebook group, where there's over 2,000 of us having lots of lively conversation about all the podcasts, then please do click the link in the show notes, which can be found wherever you are streaming and downloading this episode. Join that group. You've got to answer a couple of questions. I'm sorry, but you do have to answer them. Answer a couple of questions and you can can post your strategies. And I'm sure there'll be a lively debate and uh, lots of other tips and tricks that you might learn from the group. I hope you found that useful. Thank you for listening to another mini show. I will be back on Sunday with the main show and I cannot wait to see you then.